Well, as it turns out, money is not evil. That's the big misunderstanding about money and God and the Bible. And I'm here, this is Gabe Kolstad with the Midweek Motivation episode of the Westside Podcast. I am here in Houston, Texas with my friend Ryan Sidholm, pastor of River City Church in Vancouver, Washington. And we're here actually learning together this week uh, about some things that we care deeply about. But I was talking to Ryan uh, this week, and as we're following up from a message at our church this past weekend and a series on money, one of the things that you got to take a look at is, well, is it okay to have extra? You know, growing up, I grew up in a family where we didn't have extra. And so there was a little bit of a mentality that uh, it was it was bad to have extra, you know, mm-hmm. that... Uh, those bad rich people had extra money and and they didn't share it with other people. Um, And that's not something my parents taught me. That's just something I think I picked up along the way and I had to kind of rewire my brain. Well, Ryan is doing something very special at his church and I think it's such a great expression of how and why God would want people to have extra. And, And the fact that when you have extra and you're doing it God's way, you're gonna be able to bless a lot of people. So I want to just get right into this uh, for today and ask Ryan some questions to explain a little bit about, first of all, tell us, Ryan, a little bit about your church. Yeah, so uh, River City Church, we're three and a half years old. We're a church uh, plant, uh, 10 months before COVID is when we started. Uh, highly recommend timing. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely re- would do it again. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, what we are a uh, very service-oriented church. Uh, and so we do a lot, just a ton of service projects in our community. Uh, and so that's, that's who we are. Yeah. And, uh, okay. So we were talking about this event that you have coming up, uh, which is what this, this coming weekend, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell us what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah. So, uh, we have, uh, twice, uh, every other week we do a, uh, we call it a Mercado Fresco, uh, which means fresh market. Uh, and uh, because our neighborhood is 26% Latino, uh, and so we have uh, a lot of poverty in our neighborhood and a lot of people who just don't have the means to, to get the food that they need. And so we do every two weeks this free, fresh, organic food market. So we're not giving bottom of the barrel stuff. We're giving yeah. the best of what we can give. Uh, and we do no questions asked. If you need food, come to this Mercado Fresco and uh, just get what you need. Uh, and so you could either get a food box, uh, milk, eggs, veggies, or you can come and get specifically what you need. And so we've been doing this every two weeks when the weather is right, uh, basically farmer's market season. Uh, this is the, we're coming up on the end of our second year. Uh, and first time that we did it, we served about uh, 47 families is what I think it was, 47. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and now we're to the point where we are serving approximately 450 families each time. So That's incredible. Yeah. So every other week, 450 families get to roll through your church and, and go to a free farmer's market. Yes. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, you know, your church does lots of stuff like that, which is what triggered my attention because uh, I think we share that in common. Um, if you're from Westside, we have our Food Brigade, which is uh, a large food ministry happens every week. And it's motivated out of the same desire to make a difference in people's lives. But there's something that special that happens when you do have extra and you share it with somebody. 
and they benefit from it and there's a gratitude in their life. I mean, tell, tell me about that feeling that you have when you see that all happening. Yeah. What's going through your mind and heart? You know, it's uh, the first time two years ago, you know, I almost couldn't believe it when I was just, you know, sitting there and I, I see a mom come up, you know, with, you know, trying to wrangle her two kids and she's holding a baby and, you know, and, and we give her this food. And I just remember the first time she was like trying to pull out her wallet and like, you know, oh, wow. and, uh, but literally we, you know, and there was a little bit of a language barrier there, uh, because she spoke Spanish and I don't. Uh, and so, uh, but just trying to communicate with her, this is free. This is 100% free. And literally just the tears in her eyes as we handed her a can of baby for formula, wow. uh, you know, and just, you know, and, and she just kept saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know? Uh, and it's just, you know, it's just, uh, and it, it doesn't get old, <laughs> yeah, you know. For sure. And so that was the you know the first time I was just like, what what is this, you know? And then so, but every time we experience, it's the same. We just get to see more grateful people now. And you know, one of the funny things that happens, we uh, we start our markets at eleven a.m. That's when the doors open. But we have people lining up now starting at 8 a.m. or earlier. Yeah. Uh, and it's turned into like a pre-party. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And so all these people get together and they socialize and, and I'll be like, have music playing in the parking lot. And uh, But it's so cool just to see the almost the contagious joy of what we've been able to do for these people who... I feel like we're without hope mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, are now able to say, Hey, we're going to, you know, we have a means to, to provide for our family and the joy that comes from that. So. Yeah. That's so cool. And okay. So two things kind of strike me about this. One is you're a new church just coming out of COVID in most cases, you'd be struggling to even wrangle enough volunteers to put your service on and do some of those things. And, and instead in the same time frame, you've got this massive outreach happening very consistently. How, yeah. <laughs> you know, how do you get to the point where you're not just b barely making it with your volunteer force? Yeah. Well, we do something pretty unique in, in the sense that we consistently partner with non-faith-based nonprofits to make this happen. And so uh, the our primary partner is the it's called LULAC, the League of United Latin American Citizens, hmm. uh, and they're not believers. Uh, most of them are not, and uh, but they come in every time to help us with this, and it's been really cool because uh, it's there's something that's really bond building about serving other people next to an unbeliever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and we've had so many opportunities to share Jesus with them simply because we're sharing, we're serving next to them. So uh, uh, the Latin Community Resource Group is another big one. Actually, believe, believe it or not, the juvenile uh, uh, juvenile something uh, court system, they send volunteers, uh, not community service people, but actual employees to come do it. And then this weekend, we're actually doing a bigger one, we're doing a health fair as well because yeah. we have enough volunteers to come in. Uh, and so we have, uh, we'll have a good handful of volunteers from River City Church 
Uh, and then also we have a, a, a mission team coming in from Tennessee flying in to help us with the fair this weekend. Oh, my goodness. So, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that's the stuff just does not happen on accident, right? This is an intentional decision that you are going to have a margin in your in your in your personal life yeah. in the life of your church margin with time margin with money right i mean this stuff doesn't happen without money and uh, and i think that's that's a big testimony to your leadership and your church's heartbeat um, and i think this is very attractive for all of us because if you're sitting out there going you know um, i've got my 401k in place i've got you know uh, you know some play money um, if you're not connecting with this piece of blessing others, there's probably a hole in your heart. Uh, on the flip side, you might be sitting out there going like, well, we don't have a lot, but we do connect with blessing other people. You probably feel richer than, than others because you get that sense of significance and satisfaction. Um, and so uh, I'm just grateful for you, Ryan, uh, on, on connecting and hearing a little bit about your story. Um, anything that you would tell us uh, that to get started, uh, you know, if, if there's somebody just going like, ah, I really want to connect with that, well, how do you think they should get started? Uh, well, uh, it, I mean, if you wanted to start something similar, I would say don't reinvent the wheel. Uh, you know, yeah. there, there are people that are serving your community right now. How can you join them? Uh, because a lot of times I think we as churches are tempted to, you know, hey, we're going to, we want to do this, but we're going to start our own, mm -hmm. you know, and we isolate ourselves. Uh, but, uh, but if you find somebody that's already doing something you are passionate about in your community, join them as, as they serve. And that'll give you the opportunity to, well, you'll have the opportunity to share Jesus with them when you earn that street cred. Uh, but also, uh, one of the things we found is River City Church now carries the reputation. Of, we're three and a half years old, but we carry the reputation of people like the Clark County Veterans Assistance Center because we partner with them so much and they're decades old. Uh, mm -hmm. and have decades of a good reputation. But now we kind of get to ride the coattails of that reputation because we're so deeply entrenched with them. Same thing with LULAC, you know, and all the other nonprofits that we partner with. So find, find, you know, one of the things we say is, is find where God's at work yeah. and join him. That's right. And sometimes what God is doing isn't always, it doesn't always have a faith-based sticker on it. That's right. So. <laughs> That's cool. Well, thanks, Ryan. Thanks for spending some time. I hope yeah. you enjoyed this. Hope it's sparked a little thought in your imagination about how your life could have some significance in blessing other people. And uh, I hope that you're going to uh, follow up with a couple of things. One, subscribe to this uh, podcast and share it with somebody in your life. And secondly, uh, we'd love for you to hop on westsidecommunitychurch.com to learn more. And if you're in the Vancouver, Washington area, swing by River City Church and say hi to Ryan. Yeah. 